Are you one of the only on your job? Do you wonder why the same type of people continue getting promotions? Have you dreamed of getting to the top but don't know how? Welcome to Secrets, a podcast devoted to showcasing dilemmas faced by underrepresented employees in their quest to climb the career ladder. Your hosts, Keith Powell and Ricky Robinson, have experienced the corporate grind for more than 20 years. Now they want to share adventures, pitfalls, and C-suite secrets that they've learned along the way. So let's fill up those cups and get started. Hey everybody, welcome to Secrets. How you doing today? What's up, Ricky? How you doing? Man, I'm hanging in there, man, over here thinking about uh, COVID-19. That's, COVID-19. That's, that's everything that's happening right now. Like I said, washing my hands a hundred times as I was already doing. Oh, of course. Okay. Of course. Before COVID, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay. But hey, you know, I've been really just thinking about it quite a bit from a different perspective, right? And just rethinking many of our company's stances on working remotely oh, and yeah. employees physically having to deal with how to be like effective and keeping like your career on track because now you can't just meet up with somebody in the break room. You can't just pop in your your boss's office real quick or walk to the to the parking lot with them uh, quite a bit. So again, while working remotely, how do you stay relevant? So working for an organization where um, and I'm t- not talking about what what I'm doing today, oh, but sure, I know in sure. many in many cases we know that there are plenty of old school bosses. Oh, totally. <laughs> you totally. know who think that working in a virtual environment is not the thing to do. So it's not really not widely accepted. Yeah. It's not really widely accepted, you know, by all the leadership. So, but however, like that theory has basically been challenged. Oh, it's almost like now. trying to throw it out, a right? <laughs> Given our, our current situation, but this was, I thought it would be key for us to speak about how this impacts people oh, and, for sure. and what to do because the old way of doing things is not going to change. No oh, one is rushing change. back into the office. No one oh, is no rushing no you know, back into the lion's den at this point. No, you no know, not so, at all. That's so true. So, so, so true. That, that's kind of what I've been thinking about there as we start thinking about what new normal oh, looks yeah. like. I mean, it, it's definitely going to be a new normal. It's very, very true. And it's interesting. I mean, for us, you and I, I mean, it's not new for either of us. I mean, we were doing this stuff before the pandemic hit. In fact, for myself, I mean, I've been doing this for since 2012 with a couple of companies and as I ventured out on my own. So I was working home before, long before it was in vogue. Yeah. I, I th- and I'm thinking about it. When we first met, we were working in a virtual environment. Totally. And to be honest with you, I think even when we met. Our first meeting. It wasn't even in the office. It was at the airport. It was at the airport. <laughs> we looked at each other. <laughs> and I you, know, Ricky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, Keith. Huh? So that was how we first met. But that was really microcosm for like the virtual environment that we worked in. In fact, I believe like our whole or our entire headquarters, our headquarters. and C-suite team worked virtually. Yeah, we were virtually the whole time. Yeah. So I mean, we'll talk about that a little bit more shortly. But again, today, when we go through this episode, what we really want to speak to you about is, is being able to hopefully share some of our personal experiences working in a virtual or remote environment. We also want to be able to share some of the pitfalls and traps of working virtually, some potential professional and personal negative outcomes as a result. 
And I think lastly, you know, as we always do, we're going to hit you with a few of our gems, some of our diamonds, our secrets on how to effectively work remotely and still excel in your career. How not to be the forgotten And it can't be done because we've done it. Exactly. We've done it. And to the, and you know, to that end, I mean, as we were saying before, this stuff isn't new for us. You know, for me personally, I mean, I've been using Zoom since 2016. Most people hadn't even heard of Zoom until the pandemic hit in, in February of 2020. And like, I was like, this is this has been around forever. <laughs> right? Our company where we had to we were managing global teams. We were managing all kinds of transformation and things that were going on with the company that we were working for. Everything we did was virtual. I mean, we were on the road 80% of the time. Absolutely. You we, know, we had offices in, in different cities and we were home. We were everywhere. Yeah. I mean, which is no different than if you're in a executive level role and even some senior manager roles today. You're traveling depending on where you're absolutely where you are. So in essence, you are a bit of a remote worker. I mean, I can recall we had phone calls that started late at night for some of our overseas partners or some that started very early in the morning. And and if your corporate office is on the East Coast, I mean, getting up at 5 a.m. is no well, actually getting up before 5 a.m. because the meet mates start. Sometimes right. people are a little bit more flexible with that, but when you're trying to coordinate people's schedules, sometimes it's like herding cats. Like oh, sometimes sure. there are no reasonable times that you can meet. So somebody's got to take one for the team. Absolutely. And we didn't have a desk. We had a true virtual headquarters. We did not have a desk. Our desk was either at home or some other office that we were going to visit. Right. When you think about the virtual nature, I mean, what were some of the results that you can even kind of remember? You know, yeah, I mean, for, I mean, for us, I mean, even in that environment, what we were able to do was absolutely miraculous. I mean, we tripled the sales. <laughs> we tripled the sales of this company. I Hercules, mean, Hercules, Hercules. And <laughs> Ricky, I mean, we lived and died about all that damn restructuring and consolidation yeah, that yeah, we were we doing. Sure did. We I mean, sure we, did. We, we were consolidating divisions. We were ripping out costs. We were doing just. Yeah, a lot all- of a lot of heavy, heavy M&A work. We got good at doing due diligence work and doing some other things. But part of the thing that kind of gets lost in that is like the culture work. You oh, know, yeah. also a lot right? of culture because, work. And again, a lot of the stuff we had to do remotely. And remotely. That's right. We didn't <laughs> we have systems. Remotely. We didn't have processes. I mean, you had to come in and put in a whole new HR system, <laughs> all new applicant, policies yeah, applicant and processes and yeah. things. I had to do the same thing on the finance side. We didn't have, we had no way to consolidate results. In which we will definitely speak about the level of preparation organization that we had to have to be able to be successful in that. So again, when I'm thinking about the big myth, the big myth when it comes to working from home is that Independent, like it, especially if you're talking to your family, right? They're like, Oh my God, you, you're just working from home. You're just working from home. You got all day. <laughs> you're watching TV all day. You get caught right. up on Netflix. And I do have some friends that do work remotely, and it seems like they never miss a show that comes out on Netflix. Never. Or, and I don't or know Amazon. how they do it. <laughs> yeah, I really Amazon don't. Know how they do it. I, and I, I'm not able to, to do that. But, but Rick, they're not a is, VP like you. Oh, stop it. Stop <laughs> it. But so, so when you think through the, the big myth is that working from home. Or remote working is easy, but the reality is, is it isn't. It is, you know, like there's I work long hard. hours, long. You know, depending on who you support and what your role and responsibilities may be, 
you may have bandwidth, you Huge. know, issues. Huge. And it's not just work. It's the family that's, pu- that's pulling on your strings, <laughs> yeah. too, because and, they see you at all. Unless you've been able to kind of duplicate yourself, you may have bandwidth issues, especially with even connectivity issues. And I think there's more communication. You, you have, have to, to. over communicate. You have to. When you're working from home. And it's like an, a, a message may come up and you're like, oh, I'll just respond to that lady. You're like, eh. no. Um, until you set the right cadence. That's right. You know, there are some things that you may have to do. Absolutely. I think and, also, and, and we manage global teams. Oh, right? uh, yeah. So. yeah. So, so again, you have to be accessible to your team in their time zone. I would also say that managing people remotely is really hard. Super hard. It's really hard. It's it's not like you can say, hey, come you into my office out, real touch quick. Them, snatch about a neck if they... And if you call, you may not be able to get through sometimes because people do have their own meetings that they're having, right? So you're sending text messages, you're sending... And sometimes a text message can be you yelling at someone right. like inadvertently. That That's can right. be the impact and of a right. message. We know email and text don't translate the same as you just kind of being in the room, right? A- absolutely. Ultimately... You know, I might need a 12-step program, man. After, you're right, after, you're right. You know, That's after right. all of this It's either going to be that or these cocktails we sipping on. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, again, I think as I'm thinking through, like, the myth, it's not all fun and games. It's not as easy as one may think. I mean, it may eventually migrate to, to being easier, but the task and the responsibilities – only increase. And as you produce significant results and you do well, you get more responsibility. Oh, for sure. There's, <laughs> so there's no doubt about it. And you know, and when people are working at home and working virtually, I know for a lot of people, this was like a shock to the system. Yeah. To your really core. Because it just happened like that. It wasn't like you asked for this, like you had time to adjust to it. It was just like the man said, you go in the shelter in place. <laughs> That's exactly what. I, and again, I don't want to have us digress too much here, but you take a lot for granted. Things that you probably were doing before, whether it was getting your hair done, getting your nails Get done, your nails did. Yeah, all of that type of stuff. Things about even doing taking your kids to school, like mm-hmm. all of those Who's things. Teaching now. your kids. Yeah. Now there was a lot of responsibility we put on to other people. If you had housekeepers, wh- whatever it was, now that's on you. You're working remote and you have now you're juggling five or six more other responsibilities. Absolutely. As we start thinking about some of the mistakes people can make working from home or virtually, we're going to spend a little bit of time yeah. on this today. Again, I think one of the first mistakes that people make is not having a regular routine. Absolutely. Because it's easy to get real lazy real fast. You don't have that alarm clock going off. You're not forced to get up and take a shower and make yourself look good. <laughs> any of that stuff. But I'm telling you now, you, you should. Yeah, you got you got into getting that regular routine. Meeting starts at 6 o'clock and you getting up at 5.50. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> right. You so we'll talk that. about some of that stuff briefly here. But not uh, regularly checking in with your boss, your colleagues, or direct reports. That's a common mistake. Big, you know, that big time make. mistake. I mean, you, you're basically going ghost. That's right. You're ghosting somebody. <laughs> and then even not even having the right and equipment and tools to be able to be effective. I mean, again, I mean, the pandemic hit everybody like a sledgehammer where everybody was scrambling to have the right tools and equipment in place. But if you've asked for this, asked to work remotely mm-hmm. and you don't have the right tools and equipment. Shame on you. Shame on you. 
and you're going to be out the game faster than you that you ever know. <laughs> right. Like we're saying, it, the remote working is not new. The new thing is that everybody has to do it. That's right. <laughs> you know, that was probably the biggest change, you know, or different. Thing. I think the other thing is, as you speaking about, like not having the right tools, I think a part of that is not having a dedicated workspace. I mean, yes. one one minute you're at the kitchen table, the next minute you're in the bed. That's right. You know, you're sitting in the beanbag or in That's the lazy right. boy. And the dog is barking. Yeah. And- <laughs> well, and if you're like me, it seems like every time I have a certain conference call, the doggone landscapers are coming. There you go. <laughs> you know? So it's like you got to be able to have like that regular dedicated workspace. Um, I think the other thing that's often not necessarily paid attention to is Sometimes you fall victim of looking a hot mess when it comes to uh, oh my goodness to, to the video calls, uh, right? That's right. Now I'm sure you've been on a few <laughs> during this pandemic where just people you're like, wow, you the what of what? Yeah, yeah, and looking ex- like that exactly. Right. I mean, I get again, like we said, I totally understand. You used to going to the hairdresser. You used to doing this, that, and the other. And I can just tell you, when I was younger, I mean, my dad told me. I mean, I had to probably be in the sixth or seventh grade when he told me he couldn't afford to pay for these all these haircuts that I wanted because my dad was just giving me it was straight ball. Come on in here, let me That's five right. minutes. That's right. He's Get hooking them up. I said, out. I said, Dad, I think I want a fade, you know, and I want it to kind of be like kid you don't and play want a with fade. the high top. He's like, well, well, son, I can't do all of that. If that's what you want to do. You're going to have to learn how to cut your own hair. That's right. Or get a job. I I think, yeah, well, that was going to be it too, you know, but (laughs) I was thankful that at least I had, I was able to kind of do that. But again, this, this reminded most of us that you got to be prepared, whether it be with your workspace or whatnot. So I think, I'm not saying every call should be a video call, but you need to be prepared if in fact. Absolutely. Because you 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 never know, it could change on a dime. And And we all know this. We can't be showing up looking like a hot mess. You can't be showing up busted. That's for sure. I think also not having boundaries with your friends, family, and colleagues. Those are also mistakes that, for sure. people, that, for sure. that people make. And we talked about it even with external static. I mean, those boundaries are important. Yeah, family calling you about whatever. I mean, if you like, like, you know, you might be my dad calling me when I'm in the middle of a meeting saying, Ricky, I'm trying to get this TV to turn. To, I'm trying to get the CNN. You know, I like me some Don Lemon. I'm like, Dad, I'm going to have to like. I'm going to have to I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, let yeah, it yeah, go. Just give me That's a right. second. Or you might have like, what are your relatives or friends call you and tell you to hold on? Yes. <laughs> you called me. Exactly. And now you want me to hold on. So, That's so right. Again. And my mom is good for this because she knows I work at home and I've been working at home for a while. And she'll just, she just calls any old time and like, hey, what you doing? What's going on? And I'm like working <laughs> oh i'm sorry blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. But let, me, let me tell you this one thing real fast <laughs> let me tell you this one thing real fast yeah the last piece that i'll say in terms of some of the common mistakes is obviously not taking breaks for mental wellness or for physical activity I've been guilty of that. I mean, I have picked up a few, like I said, a few pounds yes. from this pandemic over yes. here. So yes. I, I know that, and I'm blessed. I know some people, you know, don't have it like this way, but I'm flourishing probably a little too bit too much, <laughs> too much in too the much. stomach area. Yeah, I need to figure that out. But again, it reminds me that you do have to take some breaks. You got to shut this down for a few minutes. I mean, you can easily get up at 
four thirty, five o'clock, jump on your calls in the morning and work till six, seven o'clock That's at right. night. That's and right. the next thing you know, you only have an hour and a half or two hours to connect with your family before it's time to run it back. That's right. That's right. And that could put a strain on all those relationships too. Yeah. Which so, we didn't even talk about. But that could, <laughs> exactly. So so Keith, what's the moral of the story? Yeah. You know, I, mean, thinking this I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, working remotely is not a joke, right? I can speak for myself. I don't be sitting at home on my ass doing nothing. <laughs> All day, I'm actually producing and, and trying to get stuff. It's just the opposite. And I think one thing for everybody to be cognizant of is that even just like working in an office, there are trade-offs to working remotely, and you just have to be able to manage those things effectively. Well said. Again, we're just talking to you about how this has impacted us and sure. what we've seen, right? But when you don't take heed to what we're talking about, there are negative outcomes. Oh, for sure. That can occur. For sure. I mean, the first one that comes to mind for me is a lack of organization and discipline can lead to negative career consequences. Like no joke. I mean, this is like the narrative that gets started. Oh, for sure. I mean, mean, think think about it, especially if you're a manager at an office and you have an employee sitting there not doing what they're supposed to do. How does that make you feel? (laughs) It ain't going to be no different just because you're at home. Probably it'll probably escalate it because they like this dude is sitting at home on his ass doing nothing, nothing. collecting the check over his skating. That's right. <laughs> you know, for his skating. So you can imagine what that narrative is going to be. Right, right. So, and again, obviously a uh, serious yeah. one. Oh, for sure. And you really have to be careful also when you're working remotely and virtually is if you still want to move up in your career, you still have to have that fire, that motivation. And it's really easy to lose that yeah, when you don't you have people complacent. around you that's yeah, you just can motivating you and, and keeping you moving. And so obviously that can lead to a lot of negative career consequences for you in the long run. I know you've been self-employed for like a long time. Like, What do you see as maybe some potential negative outcomes, even from someone like you who's had to work for themselves yeah. for a while. Oh, for sure. I mean, one of the cons of working from home, I mean, there's a, lot, there's a lot of pros, but one of the cons is, is that people look at you differently just in terms of your skills. And they may diminish too, because you don't have access to those latest tools. You don't have, you're not always keyed into the latest processes that are going on. So staying relevant. And the company is so staying relevant is harder when you're working remotely. So that is a downside to, to well, doing it. And, and I'll say, if I if we even flip that a bit, like people who have never worked from home. Right. Like we have people who have been in the office every day and they didn't have a, maybe a, a, a landline. Right. Or they didn't have internet or the right bandwidth. Now you're at home, you have your kids right. at home, your spouse is at home, and the internet is being pushed to this limits, right? Like, you know, sure. so now you have somebody streaming, you got a Zoom call happening, you That's got right. somebody else doing this, and everything is working slow, right? So, but again, if you've never really been faced with those issues and you don't have the skills or you don't know skills. how to deal That's with right. that. And a lot of us, it, you may have been relying on an assistant to do all this shit for you. <laughs> right, right. And now you at or home you and can, gotta do it or, yourself because you can't find it. Or you go call your trusty friend in IT right. and they can help you out. Now it's like you gotta figure this out. Like people don't know That's what right. your situation is like in your home. But again, it's timely in terms of like a negative outcome. If you don't get that fixed, that can actually impact 
For you know, sure. your, your credibility there. For sure. I think the biggest part, you know, that I start kind of thinking through as I'm talking about, you know, gaining a little weight here is just those health concerns like mental and physical. I mm-hmm. mean, They're at real. some point you're going to have to unplug. Yes. You're going to have to unwind. And it's it's part of us. We're made to work hard yes. and to be able to prove how valuable we are. So we want to make sure that we're not missing out on something. Oh, for sure. But you have to set, like we're talking about those boundaries. And I think we were talking in, in other episodes about how people treat you the way that you want them to be treated. Right? Like, well, the way that you want them to treat you, right? right like, right. so if you don't manage up yep. and you don't say, hey, like, look, everyone has a sweet spot in the day when they get their work done. Uh, yep. Like for we me, all do. For me, I'm an early riser. Me too. I get Me my too. stuff done early and I fall out early. Yeah. Okay. That's like right. I That's right. fall out. Like, <laughs> so, but again, if you're sending me messages at eight or nine o'clock at night and you want me to respond to them, I'm probably not going to do that. Probably not going to get there. And, and I don't expect you to respond at four or five in the morning in the when morning. I'm sending messages, right. but you have to be able to kind of set that because when you don't, now you've started to create unnecessary stress on oh, for yourself, sure. right? And it's like you're on your phone all of the time. You're on your computer all of the time. You really have to be able to kind of unplug a little bit mentally and again physically. Like we're talking about like these health concerns. Yes. These things are real. That's and right. They impact some of us much more than they do others. Oh, for sure. There's no doubt about it. And even in working at home, and I think a lot of people have, have felt that, and there's been studies about this recently that working at home can put a huge strain on kind of your family and personal relationships, right? I mean, before the pandemic, people were not used to working with their spouse, with their kids, mm-hmm. with their dog, with their cat, yeah. <laughs> whatever the case may be. And that's put an extra level of stress on your relationships and just how you interact in the house. But but even if you flipped it, like your kids aren't used to seeing you all day, every day. And they, they don't need want to see your ass yeah, all yeah, day. Yeah. Right? Your pets are looking at you crazy. I mean, hey, they, they're happy for the walks. Yes. But if you got cats, right. they're like, hey, bro, I used to like sit over here and relax and be sleep around this time. You making me nervous. Exactly. <laughs> you, know? Right. you know, everybody looking at each other, man, you know. The last two things that I, I think of in terms of like negative uh, outcomes is like the social isolation. Yes. Like you're used to being around people. You meet your friend in the break room. You walk right. over to the, to right. the water. You go out the happy hour. Right. Exactly. You, you know, all those things. So, so, so some of those things aren't necessarily taking place in the same frequency that they've had before. And, and they may not. If you haven't had like the Zoom happy hours with your friends or some of those types of things, I encourage you to do it. But it's still not necessarily the same. You're still kind of by yourself. But I would encourage you to go ahead and do that. But social isolation is a real big negative outcome. And I think that when we tally up the potential negative outcomes that we've spoken about up until this point, it leads to one of the the biggest ones here. Yeah, which is burnout, Man, which, which is burnout. You can run yourself ragged. And I can speak from this from personal experience, just having done this for many, many years. I will sit at my desk and just go. Yeah. Right. Cause mm-hmm. again, we're 
early birds. So I'll get up at five, six, seven in the morning. And before you know it, it's like eight, nine, 10 p.m. Having ha- seen soap and water. Having you don't You haven't been outside, <laughs> seen any sun. Nothing. You know, haven't walked around, like haven't done any of that stuff. Not worn out whatever seats you done had because you've right. been doing this for a long time. But again, your body will shut down. You will fall behind in some form or capacity because you are starting to kind of burn out. You just can't operate. Something is going to have to suffer a sacrifice as a result. Oh, for sure. So, so Keith, again, look, man, we're talking about how this stuff impacts us. We're talking about some potential negative outcomes. And I'm sure there's someone who's out there listening right now saying, Man, that ain't gonna happen to me. <laughs> never. You know, this, never. I, I don't know where they're getting this stuff from. This is just not true. Why don't we just do this real quick? Why don't we just again hit them with these receipts? receipts. Right? Like we love these receipts. I didn't make the shit up. I got receipts. They out there. Okay. <laughs> that's right. You know, finance guy, you know, he's gonna find a receipt. For I'm, you. A, I'm always gonna find a receipt. <laughs> yeah, that's so, right. So maybe you can kind of get us kicked off, man, with these receipts. Yeah, and I think the basic message that you'll hear with these receipts is that working remotely is not just sitting on your butt and waiting on something to come to you. And they are real stressors and things that happen when you work remotely. I mean, there's trade-offs here. According to a 2019 study by Airtasker, when they surveyed folks who commute and folks who work in an office, people who worked at home actually worked 1.4 more days per month or almost 17 more days per year than a person who worked in the office. I mean, hey, it makes sense, right? You don't have to Worry about commuting, like that right. transportation to That's and from. Absolutely. You're not really worried about trying to get yourself right. right. You know, in most cases, right. you're probably getting right from the waist up. That's right. <laughs> you know? Exactly. But Andy again, Cohen. That's right. He's yeah. That. But again, the stat makes sense. Absolutely. You know, I mean, me hey, you're going to save gas and you're going to mm-hmm. save clothing and, but are you really and stuff saving, like that. Are you really saving? But when you're just you actually... making it up for it with just work. <laughs> exactly. Right. At the end of the day. And also, in this same study, the researchers found that working from home can be more stressful, is more stressful than working at the office. So 29% of the people who work remotely said they had a hard time maintaining a healthy work-life balance. And again, these stats, these this is 2019. Yep. This is pre-COVID-19. This is pre-COVID. <laughs> right? this is pre-COVID. So a lot of these stats are probably exacerbated now, right, because of the stress the that stress. this has caused on everyone. That's right. So 29% said that you had a hard time maintaining a healthy work-life balance, while only 23% of people who work in the office said the same thing. And additionally, 54% of remote workers said they felt overly stressed during the workday compared to 49% of people who actually worked in an office. And they also experienced high levels of anxiety, and they also... They actually did procrastinate a little bit more as well, working at home. But at the end of the day, I think the key message in all of this is actually more stressful and more anxiety that are felt by people who are working from home than people who are in their office. Again, it's powerful to think about this in the context of pre COVID nineteen mm-hmm. as we're as we were speaking about before and and then saying that some of these statistics are really heightened or enlightened now versus where they were in 2019. When I read that same study, what I pulled out of it was while non-management spent an average of about 38 minutes discussing topics not related to work each day, 
management nearly doubled that number. <laughs> talking with <laughs> so their the boss talk too much. Talking, running their mouth, man. <laughs> talking. There, uh, so I, I thought that was unique when they're saying talking with their coworkers for over an hour each workday. Nearly a quarter of office employees said their boss distracted them from doing their work. I'm going to call HR. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. 65% of office workers said it was because their boss was way too talkative. And another 52% said their boss stressed them out. So does this mean that everybody always talk about the boss don't do nothing? (laughs) Well, we know the boss is talking. Know, they know talking. The boss is talking. The boss is pontificating on quite a few things. And then lastly, what was key for me is only 15% of remote workers, on the other hand, said their boss had distracted them from their work. So 65% of people in the office say their boss stress about. Yeah. Yeah. 15% in the office. of remote workers. So now you figure, again, we're talking pre COVID 19. Not that I, I'm trying to just make this make sense for folks, right? Sure, so sure. you had a boss with, that was in the office that could run around and they could see you, right. right? Like, I need to be able to physically see you. It's mandatory, right? And however many times you had to start, stop, start, stop. Now you're away from the office and now your boss's system is probably shocked and they probably really can't get in contact with you. So they're IMing you if they know how to do that. They're calling you, texting you, trying to get stuff that they can't get on their own because they weren't necessarily right. self-sufficient. Exactly. Again, we're talking about being able to kind of set these boundaries and some of these other things, but the shit is kind of serious now. So the bosses are it. really stressed out right, right now because right, they right. can't get... So as a boss, you got to... Got to really think about this stuff. <laughs> and this whole thing with anxiety, I mean, we, we talked about it a little bit more, but 54% of remote workers said they become overly stressed during the day versus 45% experience high levels of anxiety. And so those both are about five to seven points higher than people who, who work in the office. And I'll do a little shout out to my millennials here where we're talking about work-life balance where 29% of Remote workers struggle to find that. Almost one in three millennials um, said that they find a hard time maintaining their work-life balance. So, so the other two, they getting it. They they figuring it out. They figured it out. <laughs> they figured it out. We kind of talk bad about millennials sometimes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, that they're not working and and things like that. They got to figure it out. They, they trying to figure it out too. Right. As I'm thinking through these receipts that you were giving us today, again. This stuff is serious. Like working r- remotely, it's not just a quick idea or flavor of the month. Not at all. Like it's serious. And if you don't do it right, there are some grave consequences. There, there right? could be to some you, grave consequences. To you personally, professionally, to your brand, all of those types of things. So again, hey, this article was, or this survey was unique for me. I'm going to probably look at that again. And I ask, hey, if these receipts sound interesting to you all, I would ask you all to just take a look at the article. You can find it on our website, secrets.com. Go ahead and read that. Just read it for yourself. Again, right. we're not, we're not, we're not it making out. it up. There's a lot more. We're, not, a lot yeah, more. <laughs> we're actually not making it up. So again, there are, before we kind of dive in, to some detail here on what we're going to give you today, right? We want to be able to deliver for you six secrets today, six secrets, you know, as we're starting to think about the importance of virtual working, right? The six secrets are 
Discipline is critical. That's number one. Number two is you have to set boundaries. Number three is you're still going to need to have some face time. Number four, continue to be a boss. Number five, over communicate. And number six is work on a new process for remaining present and in the room. There you go. There you go. I love them gems. Love them <laughs> gems. And hitting on that first one about discipline. I mean, we talked about it a little bit earlier and, and laughed about it. But really, having that daily routine, mm-hmm. you should treat, when you're working remotely, you should treat it just like going into the office. Wake up, same time. So don't wake up 15 minutes before the... Uh... No. no. <laughs> wake up like you get ready to go to work. Yeah. Do your morning routine, clean your yourself right. up, get, get your, your mind, mind right. right. Yeah. You know, if you need that, like the exercise, do all those things. Get into a routine, right? So that it stays in a rhythm. You keep yourself in a rhythm is really, really important. And then block off chunks of time to complete certain activities. Block off an hour where you're going to work on this report. Block off an hour mm-hmm. when you're going to work on this task. Block off an hour when you're going to have phone calls with with your colleagues or with your teammates or, or your direct reports. So do those things. And so that discipline keeps you focused. And I would even go a little bit further. Block off some time for lunch. Yes. Do Block that too. Block off some time for some lunch. Block off some time for some activity. If you need to get on the treadmill for a few minutes, if you need to get out and get you some sun and water your plants or whatever the case is, do that. Like this discipline is important. I'll even throw one more kicker. I know a lot of people love their sleep and I too love my sleep, but I have been the victim of not necessarily getting up at the right time. And then I try to turn on WebEx or Zoom or whatever. And this shit ain't working for me. This shit ain't working for me. It's like, and then you're scrambling. (laughs) And you now, and if you're presenting now, it's like, is this how Ricky gets down? This, that, the other. So again, getting into that routine is extremely important because again, and you might as well get good at this. Absolutely. Because we're going to be doing it for a while. Oh, totally. (laughs) This is going to be the new normal people. So, I mean, if you think that everybody's going to be rolling back into work and into the office and doing the same thing they're doing before, it ain't happening. Yeah. Because there's going to be staggered schedules. There's going to be some people going to permanently be working remotely. There's going to be all kinds of shit going on that's not going to be the same anymore. Right, right. And so you need that that discipline. As we spoke about setting the boundaries, and I know I kind of joked around it a little bit here, like with my dad calling me asking me about CNN and he wants to see Don Lemon. I totally get it, but you have to be able to set those boundaries. For sure. And this is whether it's with your work team, your family and your friends. And and look, I totally get sometimes somebody needs to give you a call real quick. But if this is your time when you're eating your lunch, if this is your time when you're trying to work on reviews or a report or something like that, you have to set those boundaries. So I Absolutely. think it's, it's one of those things where you say, hey, family, hey, friends. This is what I'm working on. This is when I have free time. Absolutely. Right. And if you need to catch me beyond those time frames, then this is what I constitute as an emergency. Yes. And I remember when we were working, as we described before, I mean, we were doing a lot of stuff at that company, trying to grow it, trying to restructure it, managing global teams, doing all that remotely. And so you really have to let people know what your availability is, too. It's like, hey, 
I always tell people, you can reach me anytime between 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. I'm available Yep. during those hours. Outside of those time frames, I may be a little lax in responding. Right. But at least during those time frames, you can find me. And even during that window, there's a set amount of time where I have office hours. Direct report wants to find me. You can always find me during that hour of time. No doubt about it. I'll reserve that time. It's blocked off on my calendar. You can always find me. And those types of things just make a difference in terms of you, one, setting boundaries, but also making you more effective. Right. And again, we're talking about some ways to even reduce or minimize the stress that you have. Like, yes. and, and again, you end up having a lot of distress because you're trying to please a bunch of people. Right. <laughs> you're trying to like prove to people that I can still do these things. Right. As we talked about, you still need that FaceTime. Yes. You can go for weeks without, without seeing people. And I think that sometimes that can potentially lose its effectiveness, especially if you're having meetings and you have to kind of reschedule them. Or if you have a regular cadence with someone, hey, we meet every two weeks. So we meet once a month and that meeting gets canceled. And then you may not meet with them again for another month. Yep. And then when you do meet with them, it's like instead of us meeting for 30 minutes, we're only going to meet for 10 or 15 and it's by phone. Right. I mean, how yes. many times have you in our remote experiences, you've had coworkers that you've talked to for X amount of months or whatnot, yep. and you're standing right next to them in the break room and you didn't know it was them right. because you didn't know what they looked like. Right. So take this as an opportunity. Right. You don't want to be the Wizard of Oz <laughs> or people got to pull the curtain and yeah, see yeah. who you are. I mean, if you're working remotely, you still need to go into the office every once in a while if you can, mm -hmm. set up those video calls so people can see your face. If you're managing people, have a team retreat once a quarter, yep. whatever it is, so that you can have that FaceTime so people actually know that you exist and you're present. Right. And, and I think the other thing is if, as we talked about in some of our other discussions, if you are trying to build your brand and you're talking to a leader who you're hoping to be a sponsor of yours at some point, you probably need to be able to look them in the remote That's space, right. in the virtual eye. That's <laughs> right. Be able to have them get a look at you versus you being able to kind of look at them as well. So I think that's important. That's right. And again, if you are a boss already, you need to continue to be a boss. And what I mean by that is, again, when you show up on those calls, don't be looking raggedy. You need to show up. <laughs> don't be looking busted. Don't look and busted. <laughs> Make sure your hair is tight. Make sure you got a nice clean shirt on, blouse on, that you're still showing up like you're a boss. You don't want to show up like my man did in uh, Sex in the City when he messed up Casual Fridays. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> he had that, that mess shirt on. Oh, my God. You can't. You, you don't can't. Be, you don't be that person. Not, you don't want to be that person. So you still need to show up and be present and look like a boss, right? And and also part of being a boss is you still need to keep people on task, mm -hmm. provide those status updates on what's going on, continue to have those one-on-ones, continue to have your team yep. meetings, do all of that stuff that you would do as you would if you were in the office. Be a boss. And I would probably go one further as we were talking about the over-communicating. I mm -hmm. mean, now you have yes. to over-communicate. You may have had some freestyle discussions because you could see someone in the office and you say, Hey, you got a minute and you run over there and you talk to them real fast. Right. You don't really have that. You don't have you know, that now. Right. That's so right. this is an opportunity when you're working virtual for you to 
over communicate. So let's say, for example, you can't have that one on one meeting or that team meeting. Some kind of way those notes or the deliverables from that meeting still need to be talked about, visualized. They still need to go out. I think it's important to maybe have a regular cadence with those progress updates, you know, to be able to over communicate that so that you do have proof or visibility to what you've been working on or your team accomplishments. You just don't want to be stuck at the end of the, the fiscal year trying to figure out what, now what it was what was it that we did? Oh, for sure. You know, again, for sure. This COVID-19 has got me messed up. No, no, no. You, you got yourself messed up. You got yourself messed up. <laughs> you know, right. Yeah, that's right. And even just celebrating those small successes, right? I mean, again, I mean, you can't bring a cake into the office or or do those types of things, but you can send out an email and thank somebody and copy in team members and your boss yep. or whatever, find ways to celebrate that are uh, unique uh, in this environment. Yeah. And, and I think the last thing that I'll touch on is as we were talking about work on a new process for remaining present and in the room, like this has always been a bit difficult even for me, because depending on what the subject matter is or the team, sometimes you struggle. If you're in the meeting face to face, You can kind of read the room. You can talk to people. You can interject when you can. You might have a routine. It's different when you're on the phone. Absolutely. You need to really figure out how to keep yourself engaged, whether that's you working on a new product to be able to show that you're still active or if that's like maybe a customer idea. That's right. A new process. Yes. A new report. Whatever it is. Stay in that continuous improvement mindset where you're bringing something to the table. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you are working remotely, you're still thinking about the system, the organization. Absolutely. How can I help move the organization forward? You know, Keith, before we close, I I just want to say in the roles that I've been in where I worked remotely, I felt like I was working harder remotely. Oh, there's no doubt. Then I was actually physically being there's no doubt in the office. That's because we were talking too much because we were bosses. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's important to again do that self-discovery for yourself just to figure out what is it going to take to make you be a good virtual worker. And again, I would say that this has made me a better individual in corporate America, knowing that I can work, whether it's in the office or I can work remotely, it helps me get to the desired outcome. Oh, for sure. A a bit different. That's right. And if you think about it now, especially in this environment, think about if you're looking for new opportunities now, if you don't have this skill set, yeah. You're not going to get the job. Yeah, you're going to be stuck on That's this right. one. Mm-hmm. You're not going to progress up the ladder. Right, right. <laughs> if you can't do this. Keith, I just want to say, man, look, this is as timely as this topic is. I'm appreciative that we got a chance to kind of share our point of view or perspective sure. with listeners. I always kind of laugh about this as you and I are talking because this is what we've lived you yes, know, for so long. For a long time. And, and I would say to our listeners, I am appreciative that you all have taking time out of your day to listen to us. And I really hope that you were able to get something unique out of this. Maybe you didn't have before, but don't doubt like your ability to remain at the table 
Absolutely. Given that you're working remotely. Absolutely. And again, if you want to have more resources and hear more about this, please visit our website, secrets.com. We got plenty of resources there, online courses. We have merchandise that you can pick up. Ricky and I are happy to provide personal coaching services for you. So just check us out. All right. Well, hey, Keith, this cup is low, man. It is. It is. I'm parched. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. Well, hey, talk to you soon, listeners. And Keith, it's a pleasure working with you. Yes. Take care, everybody. Thank you all for listening today. Hopefully you gained a secret or two that can be applied as your journey continues. If you are motivated and excited after listening to Keith and Ricky, please subscribe to our podcast, share with friends and donate via Patreon. Check us out at www.secrets.com to get more information about our secret services. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.